Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Friends with Benefits. I'll be your host, Matthew Carpenter. Um, what I, uh, I guess the whole purpose of this is, uh, to do, to have maybe some dialogue, I should say, with some of my close friends. I'm thinking about doing maybe an episode a, a month. Um, I'm sure it'll probably feel very interview late in early on as I try to get the rhythm. Um, so I think I'll alternate between solo episodes and then have episodes with people on. Uh, but this first episode, I, I guess I kind of wanted to talk about someone that's very important to me. Uh, my father, who uh, I'm recording this on 7-15-2020. Uh, he passed away four years ago today. Um, and uh, obviously that was a, a difficult thing for me to go through with. Uh, still, you have good days, you have bad days. Um, today is a so-so day. You know, it's, it's weird to almost feels like a birthday, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a date of reference, a date of note that uh, I just will never forget because of I lost my father. And many of you, I'm sure, who listen to this have lost someone close to them. And maybe some haven't. I, I, not too many people I know uh, has lost a parent yet, but uh, it's obviously not easy. But you do have to move on, you know. I, I remember when it... I remember coming back to work and uh, talking to a co-worker. And, you know, everyone, you can hear, how you doing? Sorry to hear. Uh, I just remember telling them that, like, I remember being excited to get back to work, get back to maybe a more normal lifestyle, even though life's never gonna be the same way, uh, it just isn't, I slowly look past it every time I go to my mother's house, she's not gonna be there, uh, every time, uh, Mitch Trubisky throws an interception, you know, that hat's not gonna get thrown at the wall, <laughs> I mean, lucky for him, he never gonna watch Mitch Trubisky throw a football, but, um, I guess something to make it equally difficult for me was uh, my son, my firstborn son, was born about seven weeks later, maybe eight weeks from that. I'm not going to do the math in my head here. Uh, At least about two months later. So, uh, in fact, two days after... My father passed. We uh, we had the baby shower, so that was a tough experience. Definitely, like that's kind of a weird, bitter, sweet moment having all these people. Like, <laughs> it's not funny, but I guess sometimes uh, uh, I. I find sorrow humorous 
for me. It's a, a personal defect of mine, I don't know, but uh, pretty much everyone being coming up to you, congratulations, and giving me a hug and whispering in my ear, sorry about your loss. <laughs> it's a, uh, everyone looking at me like a, a wounded puppy is a, and what I mean, listen, there's nothing nothing easy there's nothing there's no right way to handle that for people it's it's i i after going through a funeral for my father realized that attending someone's funeral like say a a close one's relative passes away or whatever is more difficult than the person i guess being the support system is more difficult than being the person going through it and i guess it's to each their own i guess we all handle things differently I remember uh, at the funeral kind of turning to my uncle because everyone asks you the same thing. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Sorry for your loss. And uh, I, rem- I remember being overwhelmed by how many people showed up to the funeral and uh, turning to my uncle and just being like, man, it's, it's, I, uh, I feel like I'm consoling everyone else. It feels like uh, I don't have time to, uh, they're, they're almost distracting me from, uh, my feelings, and, uh, he was, like, I think, kind of the point of this whole thing, and I was like, that is a good point, uh, I guess, the to cut right to it, the, the part that, uh, eats me up the most, I don't really live my life with a lot of regret. I should rephrase that. I We all live with regret. There, there's no way around it. I usually don't let regret weigh me down. I usually, we've all had moments of like, oof, I wish I handled that better. But you can't. Like, you can't go back and change it. So I don't typically let it eat me apart. But uh, I wish the morning he was put on the ventilator none of us were able to get to the hospital in time. They basically were like, oh, he's going on it. And uh, just wish I was there for that. Wish uh, wish he knew he wasn't alone. Gonna have to come to terms with that feeling one way or another. I don't, it is what it is. And I know he knows he was loved. But It'd be nice to tell him one last time. And ultimately, uh, selfishly, it'd be nice to hear him say to me one last time. Uh, then navigating this whole fatherhood without him is pretty bittersweet. Um, sweet in the sense that, uh, I mean, I love my son. It's been a great experience, but... Every birthday, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every Super Bowl, <laughs> get him knock down those important events. There's a there's a pop up for my my son to see. That uh that sucks. Not easy. And growing up, I don't think I particularly gave my parents. I know I should say I I don't think I know I. uh I didn't really give my parents a lot of reasons to be proud of me. I kind of, I was 
lazy kid. Didn't really put much effort into school. I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. Didn't really do any athletics because that took work. I just, I didn't do it. I didn't really, I didn't, I don't really feel like I, I've really given, I guess I don't think I'll ever probably feel like <laughs> I give much to be proud of just given the early years of my life. I, I just, I just didn't give them that. So uh, I kind of always feel like I'm chasing that feeling, but I think I'm a pretty good dad. And uh, I think my dad is proud of me. You don't realize how much your parents love you until you're a parent. You just, you can pretend, you can, or you can assume how much you're going to care for your child, how much you're going to love that child, but you just, you don't know until you, you hold that child, and then you realize your whole world's changed for the better. I mean, it ain't easy, but you realize you probably won't ever take a, uh, a easy breath again because you just want to protect that beautiful child. I guess your, your child's a lot like asthma. Um, but... Yeah, I miss Dad. It's hard on my mom. It's tough to see her without him, you know. It's the one thing. You don't think about the other parent. Typically, when you you lose one parent first, I know there's a situation with, when they both go. Yeah, this is just... But typically speaking, generally speaking, you lose, a, you lose one... And then uh, the other one's left to kind of pick up the pieces of the family, you know. And uh, I could see where the one that's gone, we tend to tend to chase that uh, that love we had for them. You, you miss, you know, you don't really know what you got those gone sort of thing. You you, uh, you yearn for the love from them, and you chase the feelings of them you want you want to feel like they know you love them too and, uh, the other parent sometimes probably uh, doesn't get the attention she uh, or he deserves you know you can feel a little forgotten maybe and that's a shame I, I as a son need to do a better job of As a parent, as a friend, as a brother, you gotta, I got to do a better job of letting the ones around me know that I love them. And it doesn't always have to be said, you know. Growing up, we never was a word thrown around loosely. <laughs> uh, but I certainly make sure my son knows exactly where my heart is. My my wife does 
my amazing wife does a great job of letting him know where that comes from, too. She, uh, parenting isn't easy, but man, it's a lot easier when you, uh, have such a great wife, mother to your child, kicking it on all cylinders. Makes as much as I can say how I take pride in the father I've become, it's because my wife's the backbone to uh, our family. It takes two to really, it takes both of us to uh, raise that child. Man, she she makes it look easy. Um, speaking of my wife and my wife, Sorry, I'm going to be rambling on on here, guys. I'm recording this on my phone, and I got interrupted by a phone call, so this is probably not going to flow very smoothly. I basically just decided I'd hit record and speak how I feel. But uh, one big thing I took from my father... We had this huge argument. Me and my mother actually had the huge argument. I don't even remember what the argument was about. It's probably I skipped school or some shit, or I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't remember. I was probably like, I might have, even, might have been when I was uh, in college. And again, same thing, not going to class and uh, wasting their money. But uh, or I, I don't know. I. I don't, I do not at all remember the argument I got with my mother, but I remember the heated one. The only thing I really remember from it is my dad sitting me down and talking to me about it. He yelled at me. He talked sternly to me. He didn't yell at me. He just spoke openly to me. I remember him making a comment, looking me in the eyes and telling me, like, I love you. I love your mother. But if I'm ever put in a situation to choose between you or her, I'm going to choose her every single time. And maybe that sounds a little harsh. It's not how I took it. He just frankly stated that there's no human being on this earth that he loves more than her. And I... meant a lot to hear, to be honest. It's probably the first time I thought that that I want that, you know? I want to care that much about someone. I do. I do have that. Um, but it, uh, it's probably one of the more, um, Things I, I don't um, informative things I've heard been told. I just uh, he was more he was very much a man that led more by example than by actual direction. He wasn't he didn't uh, you know take a whiteboard and teach me about love. He just 
he loved me and he showed me that he loved my mother and showed me those are the components to have a strong family. I, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be stress on family. But being a solidified unit like that definitely uh, goes a long way with parenting, at least in my opinion. And, and uh, I've always told myself that I'm not going to Even if I maybe disagree with my wife about the handling of the situation with my son, I'm going to try my damnedest not to uh, undermine her in front of him. Uh, or behind her back, for that matter. Obviously, uh, we need to come to... And we haven't been facing any sort of crazy situation like this. But uh, we need to be a united front no matter what. If we're split, then he's going to run the show. So we, uh, we need to make sure we're together in lockstep with each situation we tackle with him. So, uh, <laughs> he's not manipulating us behind his back. I'm sure there'll be moments. He'll, he'll learn. He'll learn. He's a lot smarter than I. He's already learned, but he'll, he'll, he'll figure out how to press the right buttons with us as he gets older. But, uh, United we stand, divided we fall. That's always something. That was the conversation I, uh, I had with my father. Always that one. But he, uh, he was always quick to anger, much like I. Something he passed down to me. It was always the, uh, which created, like, getting angry and yelling at me just created a, eventual white noise but man when he uh he talked to me he he was disappointed in me that's uh those ones cut deep those ones I still feel I guess this whole little pod is more of like a I, I should call this dear journal and journal entry number one therapeutic. It's nice to kind of say this aloud. And a lot of you listening will probably know that I do have a another podcast with my buddy uh, Sis Bauer called The Hot Dad Pod. Um, we mostly talk about like sports and uh, like video games. Didn't feel like the forum for this one. This is obviously specifically personal to me. Um, you can't relate to what I'm going through. So it wouldn't make sense to record this there. But there are just, going forward with this podcast, there are just conversations I'd like to have with a few other people. I've already talked to them about it. They originally were going to be my first episode, but I had complications with the recording and such. So I decided, you know what, let's just do the first one solo. See how that goes. Check out the feedback. 
want to continue listening anyway. I do continue. We, me and Sith haven't really recorded an episode on a hot dad pod in a, in a bit. I do plan to continue that. Just during quarantine and such, there just hasn't felt like there's a lot to talk on. And we kind of both agreed that we wouldn't get too political on that pod. And honestly, that seems like the only thing there is to discuss right now in this nation. I don't know if I'm going to make that rule for this podcast, though. I probably, relatively quickly, you guys will learn what my views are, probably, and either hate or respect me for it, or I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to, it's not an audience I'm trying to appeal to, appeal to. It's just a hit record and talk, see what happens. Uh, so I probably also think this could be a whole lot of nothing, so maybe I can... Uh, rep spoke with uh, my feelings with my father towards my father for my father a lot of good days a lot of bad days sometimes you wake up it's just crazy <laughs> certain things will trigger tears in a heartbeat I can't watch uh, me and my wife have been watching How I Met Your Mother again and uh, spoiler alert guys fucking show is like a decade old so it's on you if you haven't seen it but Marshall uh, at the end of one episode is informed that his father has passed away and uh, that scene is oof, it is tough to get <laughs> ironically um, <laughs> the week I think the week maybe it's a couple of weeks it feels like it's the day after my father passed away uh, I remember my wife was put on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and it was that episode, and she didn't even realize it until all that. I knew it was coming, like, the whole time, and I wasn't paying attention. I, I kind of was in and out of it, but then all of a sudden, I got to that part, and she's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry, and I just uh, started laughing, you know. Um, wasn't, and what else could I do? Um, but some days... My dad always had kind of a funny sense of humor. Uh, so he uh, he made fun of a lot of things. Things probably were more sensitive matter. He would make jokes about it. I would, I would say we... we uh, bury our pain deep inside behind our jokes my family and my my wife sometimes struggles with that Uh, but uh, some days can't help but laugh thinking about them other days can't help but cry I suppose the best advice I could give anyone if they lose someone so close to them I guess what I've learned is uh, just swirling that, like, that stew of, I guess, depression, for lack of better terms. I don't know. That stew of sorrow. You can't hide it. You can't run away. You can't suppress it. you got to come to terms with it. It's never going to be the same again. It's okay 
feel bad sometimes. Feel sad. Feel angry even. It happens. Human beings, we go through. We have several different complex emotions we can feel at the time. Uh, and uh, not be afraid to feel them, you know? Um, I don't really know what else to say or how to put this, but, uh, I love my dad. He loved me. You just sometimes have to remind yourself of that stuff. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, and I don't have, like, a special sign-off or anything. So, uh, maybe, uh, in a few weeks I'll... I'll post a new one. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Thanks for listening. I guess, oh, I'm, but, here, sorry. Um, If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. All right, now, bye. Toodles.